Hello, my loves. Welcome to Unearth Podcast. This is your host, Lexi Coachella. This podcast is crafted around the mind-body-soul connection and integration process. You have divinely entered the realm of spirituality, the afterlife, esoteric topics, occultism, manifesting, psychology, and energy. You will hear storytelling from thought leaders, healers, intuitives, and medical professionals in hopes to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. We have the purest of intentions for the space, and we hope to guide you to your most authentic, highest version of yourself. And on that note, we are so happy you're here. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of Unearth Podcast. This is your host, Lexi Coachella. If you guys are new here, welcome. I hope everybody is doing well. Um, it's been a long time. It's been a while. But I've been going through some, you know, internal shifts lately where I am licensing myself to go with the flow, to feel all of the emotions and to really let the creativity flow when it needs to and to not force things. So that being said, even if this is once a month type of thing, that is fine. Um, I would rather content that is authentic than forced. So if you're an avid listener and you're like, where'd she go? Um, We're going to talk about it. We're going to bring some lessons to the day. We're going to talk about avoidance, um, avoidance with our healing, with grieving, with really doing the things that we need to do and the things that we need to look at with a magnifying glass. Instead, we're running away of. So without further ado, again, love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. Thanks for showing up for yourself. And I truly hope you enjoy today's episode. So, wow, you guys, it's been a while, as you know, and I feel like we need to brief on eclipse season because that was like a whole thing. That was, there was just a lot going on, um, and I hope everyone survived. I'm not sure if we talked about it. I think we did in one of my last podcasts, but apparently we're out, we're in the clear, especially Scorpio's. Um, if you have any Scorpio placements, you are, you know, things should be looking up. You should be feeling refreshed and doing a lot of the integrating with whatever came up to you. Um, now, if you're listening to this before June 1st, I do want to say that Pluto is conjunct Jupiter. I'm 99% sure. Um, and I like how I'm always sprinkling in some like astrology in here. It's just like an astrology update per per usual. But anyways, um, yeah, so there's a conjunction tomorrow with Jupiter, and Jupiter is the planet of expansion, of luck, of abundance, of money, and if you have, um, Libra, Cancer, Scorpio, Virgo, um, 
I don't know the other one. I Don't quote me, okay? I just know it's those four for sure. If you have any of those big placements, um, re- it's a really, really potent time for you to hone in on your manifestations, maybe new routines, habit stacking, goal setting, intention setting. Um, you'll be expansive during this time. Also, look where your Jupiter is in your chart if you're like, let's dive deeper. Um, but anyways, June 1st, it's a good time. It is going to be very magical and also it's the first of the month. Um, to get a little bit witchy on you guys, just a reminder, all first of the months you should probably be doing intention setting, cleansing your space, opening up new opportunities to come in. Um, it's also a good time to blow some cinnamon in your front door to allow abundance to flow in. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone has a great June. I think it's gonna start looking upwards for a lot of our, uh, a lot of us that are, have been struggling for the past few years astrologically. So there's my little astrological tip of the day. Um, without further ado, this episode has to be kind of short and sweet because I don't have my apartment um, alone for much longer. So let's get into it. It might get a little deep. It might get a little triggering for, for some people, but that's the thing. That's just it. When there's a trigger, you need to fucking look at it. You literally cannot run any longer, and I will explain why. So I feel like I always just have to talk about myself because I am very much honed in to this type of way of connecting with others and only connecting with others through my own experience. If I can't resonate with you, that's incoherency. That is, you know, we're not meshing. I'm not being 100% compassionate. And so I feel like over my past 25 years, I've been able to step into this kind of like leadership role because I've been through a lot of pain, specifically a lot of grief in the past two years, two and a half years. And I'm opening myself up to this vulnerability on here because I feel like a lot of us hold it in and harbor this pain in and we don't know how to go. And I think what's important, um, just combining the first part of that with with the latter, is just understanding that like you are supported there is someone out there that will be on your trajectory with you that can be on this really rocky roller coaster journey and can feel your pain with you and can hold you and support you or even just be there to listen and I feel like you know find those people find those expanders who have gone through grief or whatever it is that you're going through that you've been avoiding the healing from. Um, there's people out there that specialize in like love or you know relationships, money, whether it's avoidance with um, family or friends, finances. Like there's literally so many topics people specialize in, and you know addiction. PTSD, trauma, self-harm, so many fucking things, you guys, that you don't have to be afraid of anymore. That's, we're not doing that any longer. 
And I'll tell you why. Because I, again, this is from personal experience from a few days ago. I've gone through it where I've avoided it enough. My therapist is on medical leave. I haven't been seeing her and I could feel things creeping up instead of like smoothing it out, right? Like I, I'm just thinking of when I'm in therapy, things seem very fluid and controlled. Now, I didn't realize that stopping therapy for a little while could really make things go crazy. Um, but I realized there's a lot of work outside of therapy that I haven't been doing. And so there's reasons why I'm avoiding. I'm clearly avoiding the grief that needs to be felt, that needs to be held, and the things that need to be nurtured. And over the past weekend, um, I was at my parents' house for one night, and, you know, a lot comes up. Like, I had this one night, and again, super, super vulnerable, you guys, but but it's fine. We're going to just be so raw and real with you guys, but... Um, there was a few weekends ago I was also staying over there and I had drank a little and a lot comes up when I'm drinking it's because I feel a sort of openness and we're more susceptible to feeling things obviously but I was just wandering around my house at night I was like looking for something in my childhood room I go upstairs and I sat on the top of the stairs for quite some time and I was soaking in just the house, the smell, just the memories of growing up in this house. You know, sitting on the staircase, I was like venturing back into my into my childhood and I could like remember like hearing my parents fighting downstairs or hearing my mom and my sister fight or things that really triggered me as a child. But also like that that trigger came up you know those things came up and I felt that deeply and I was like wow I've always avoided this until I sat in the space I avoided it and I will continue to avoid it until I sit in this physical space for a longer period of time that came up but also the feelings of like nostalgia like knowing that this house is so special to me this childhood home and I made so many memories here and I've had really vivid dreams here and my childhood room was this way and my you know college room was this way and I painted it this time and I painted it this color and I decorated like there was so many fucking flashbacks flooding through and as I was sitting on the staircase while everyone was asleep and it was so visceral and I realized that how many years went by until I actually took the time to sit with the things that whether good or bad needed to be looked at and it was so it was so emotional to the point where I was full-on bawling my eyes out crying I woke my boyfriend up I was like well like I'm having like some sort of you know nostalgic like emotional reaction to being in my parents house and I've never had that before it was the weirdest thing and I feel like maybe this is like a quarter-life crisis like 25 years old people are getting older you know my parents aren't going to have this house forever these memories may fade away I'm not going to be able to you know come back to this point and sit in this physical house one day if they sell it like so many things could have been influencing but that's just part of the story the second part of the story and we'll get into more of the processing and the integrating and how this can apply to you, I promise. 
but I was just there over the this past weekend. And as you know, as you may know, grieving a soulmate is fucking hard, you guys. And I had this point over the weekend where, again, I went upstairs to grab a pillow and I couldn't bear the sight of my room that I was initially grieving in. I couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking... I could barely step foot into that room this time. And I realized that I was farther away than when I was there a few weeks ago. I was avoiding more and I didn't even want to see it. I didn't even want to go upstairs. Had an icky feeling in my body. Like it was a rejection. And I felt this way for a long time. Um, Again, a lot of different factors are playing into this, but... I also today felt the same thing and this is when I was like you know what I absolutely need to record a podcast because this is imperative so I was leaving today my parents house and I saw the full uh, not the full moon probably uh, three-fourths of a moon and it was shining bright in the court we have like a little cul-de-sac court and when Jonah had passed, my soulmate, I remember just running outside. Whenever I needed something, whenever I've been sad at my parents' house growing up, I would run outside. And I, the night he passed, um, I just remember laying, laying in the street, looking up at the moon, because it's the only thing that was constant. Like, it was the only thing I could look at that would let me talk to it like it was I was just like screaming and crying and like lying down like surrendering to the full moon that was the night of Jonah's death and so just seeing the moon today you guys like was absolutely triggering and I was saying goodbye to my mom in the driveway and I look up and you know I started to get teary-eyed and immediately triggered and she was like what's wrong and I was like mom I'm just triggered like this is triggering and as I drove home tonight crying thinking about what it is that I really need to do I should have instead of running away I should have sat there in that driveway in that court I should have sat there in my my college room my parents house and sat there with the feelings instead of running away there's also a point where, you know, I've had the the download and the feeling to go to the park where Jonah and I met, where his bench is, you know, like in memory of him. All of our memories were at this park. I still have yet to visit this park. And there's a part of me that doesn't want to go. I'm not ready to go. And so just to wrap this all up, because I have to end this kind of soon... I want you guys to use me as an example of what if we sat with the fear? What if we sat with the darkness instead of turning towards artificial light? What if we sat with the pain instead of putting a band-aid on a wound that won't heal if we don't treat it properly? And that's important to remember because I always think of the analogy like a wound you know healing grieving it's a it's a process and 
imagine you have like a broken knee and you don't get the proper treatment and you're running around the world with a broken knee you're always gonna have residual pain you're always going to have residual triggers coming up and blocks that come up blocks that stop you from doing the things that you need to do to heal and to live a fulfilling life and those things like if you don't take care of the things that need to be nurtured and looked at they're still going to be there that's the thing you can run away you can run away as far as you fucking want and avoid all the things that you need to but there is a shadow following you around there is deep deep rooted pain that needs to surface and if it doesn't if you don't it's again it's there it's there it's not going to go away no one can get this away other than you you are in control of your own healing and you are responsible for your own healing and unfortunately you know it sucks we didn't really ask to reincarnate here it just kind of happened well with that we signed up for all of these different events and things and lessons we have to go through so you have to also remember that you willingly came here with an agenda with lessons that you need to learn you wouldn't have signed up if you didn't think you were strong enough to get through it so always remember that back end of anything that you're going through your soul signed up for it you needed this lesson in order to evolve um so that you know just always remember that like your soul is encouraging you to actually face the things that need to be faced like face the fear and do it anyways go after that thing that you are wanting to fucking shove away in a box lock it up throw it away burn it on fire open the box take it out of the flames hold the flames in your hand pour some water on it and look at what's underneath it's fucking there for you to be alchemized and transmuted into a very valuable lesson and if you don't want to do that well guess what what if you do the things that you need to do in order to heal and you help someone else out along the way how nourishing and how beautiful is that you know is that outcome and that's a rewarding outcome to think about um that was a lot of information and just that's just a lot but I think you know this is just something for for you guys to think about if there's a trigger within that's your not only your body's internal physiological you know response to the trauma but that's also your soul and your mind, your emotions, your body, your spiritual energetic field telling you that's where you need to slow down. The place, the physical place that may trigger you is the place that you need to spend the most time at. And it's a very hard pill to swallow, you guys. I know and I'm here for you. I love you all and I'm, I'm very compassionate for whatever anyone is going through. But again not trying to beat a dead horse here no one can sit in that physical spot that's going to trigger you and no one can sit there for you in replace of you and heal the way that you need to heal on your own so let's empower each other to do the work 
even though it is the hardest thing you're ever going to have to do, I promise you it will always be rewarding. There's nothing that can come out of healing that's negative, okay? There's always going to be a reward at the end. There's always going to be a lesson. There's always going to be evolving, evolvement that happens. Um, so if you guys have any questions, you know I'm, all, I'm an open book. I'm always here. I've been a little bit quiet on Instagram with the grief. Um, again, I've just been kind of taking internal inventory of the things that are triggering me trying to understand like where can I hold space for myself and how can I show up without a therapist for the time being and you know smooth the layers but also de-layer at the same time and it's a it's a long process so I want you to know you're not alone I'm here for you if anyone um, if you have no one else call me up uh, leave a review if this has helped send it to a friend send it to anyone who you know who may need this type of medicine and just know that everything you're going through is for a specific reason so thank you guys so much for tuning in as always love you guys so much and i'll see you guys soon mm-hmm.